Hello and welcome back to episode number seven of the James Harden Show. <laughs> no, episode seven of Courtside Chat. I'm Sam, joined by Alex. Hello. And we do have some more James Harden news to talk about. As but always. Yeah, as always. There's a lot of drama with James Harden. But we also have uh, some more Wemby highlights to cover. He's been looking pretty insane so far in the preseason. Uh, we have some more KPJ news. He was traded recently. Uh, and then we are going to go over our top ten players going into the season. Uh, this is our also our last episode um, before the season starts. Yep. So a uh, sweet, short, to the point episode here today. Um, yeah, but let's start with, as we said, some James Harden drama. Um, the drama king of the NBA. Apparently. So this past, I believe it was this past Saturday, it was the day after we uploaded our last podcast, uh, James Harden talked with the media and he commented specifically about Daryl Morey saying that his relationship with Maury is broken and he compared it to a failed marriage that has no trust. Mm, excuse me. Uh, and he said he also said that his relationship with the front office is beyond repair at this point. Um, he said that initially he wanted to retire with Philadelphia, but that the front office did not have that in their future plans. But at the same time, he praised his new head coach in Nick Nurse, and said that his plan for this season is to play basketball, insinuating that he's not going to be sitting out for any games. Yep. Um, which is good news, but now... <laughs> Has not showed up to practice. <laughs> now, yeah, as of today, uh, Thursday the 19th of October, two days in a row that Harden hasn't showed up to practice, kind of contradicting his word. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't get why... He claims it's personal matters, which is the reason he's not at practice. Maybe he does have something personal, like personable going on. If not, and he's simply not showing up because he just doesn't want to, I feel like he's going to get traded. But if he actually has a valid reason, then maybe that he has a reason pretty much. The only reason I kind of doubt that that is because, at least for for day one that he missed practice, he was in Houston. And I can't imagine any other reason that he's in Houston besides he's partying. I mean, yeah. I like, especially for a personal reason, like to me, that's like family or like some kind of emergency in a way. It could be. I mean, I, I don't know where if his family is in Houston or not. Like maybe he has family there that he was visiting. I know he, he's very close with his mother. But even so, two days in a row of practice especially after all this drama of supposedly being in talks for trades back to Houston, and now he's hanging out there where he was notorious for partying in the city all the time when he was on the Rockets. It's not a good look for me. Yeah, I mean, because my thing is, like, showing to practice isn't going to – like, he wouldn't show up to practice, in my opinion, because he is has beef with Daryl Morey, especially after praising Nick Nurse. You think he wouldn't show up to practice? I'm saying he should be. Because if he likes Nick Nurse a lot and just wants to play basketball, then he should be a practice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if he has a valid reason, and then which we will never know, mm-hmm. and he, he just actually cannot show up, then so be it. And maybe he's fine and everything's fine. Or for some reason he doesn't want to show up and he might be traded in a couple of days or in, in a couple of months. Well, I, I 
as even as dramatic as Harden has been known to be, I can't imagine he would go from saying he plans to play basketball and then blatantly not show up to practice yeah. within the same week. That's what I'm saying. So, I feel like he probably does have even. I mean, it could just not be anything. But he's like, I just don't care about practice. It. I mean, yeah. Like, there's, you know, we talking about practice. Yeah. Right now, you know, it could just be, you know, whatever it's practice is preseason. I don't yeah. give a fuck. So we'll see. Maybe this will change. Regular season starts Tuesday. Maybe he'll play. Maybe he won't. We play the Bucks. Hopefully Sixers play the Bucks. I hope he's on the Sixers in January because I'm going to see a game and I want to see Arden play. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, Wemby. Next up, we have Wemby. Pretty much just talking about the insane potential that he's been showing oh, yeah. so far in the preseason. I mean, we we talked briefly about it with his matchup against Chet last week, um, but ever since then he's been just you know killing yeah. it i mean we knew he could do it yeah it's just literally like he is going to be an amazing player if he does not get hurt exactly like and that's just what it's up to because mm-hmm. like he has all the physical needs he has the skill like the talent like there's no way he is not a all-star or superstar if he never gets hurt yeah i just feel like it's like in like he's just so good Mm-hmm. He can do everything, literally. Yeah, there were there was uh, and things that have never been done before. Exactly. Yeah, there <laughs> was there was a clip of him. Um, he essentially passed the ball to a teammate at half court, and yeah, then caught a lob, and then caught a lob <laughs> jumping from the free throw line, yeah. which was ridiculous to see. There was a highlight of him today, um, or I guess from last night, where he was nutmegging a defender, yep. which at seven four is ridiculous it's it i mean i've obviously everybody has been talking about how much they're looking forward to seeing Wemby play and i personally have been kind of quiet about it just because he does he obviously has insane potential but he has a lot that i think could go wrong with him yeah but watching him play against nba players in the preseason like he's looking really dangerous yeah and preseason again i mentioned this last episode especially for like proven players it doesn't mean anything yeah of course and like even to certain rookies or like like for him like we know he was going to be good regardless like we didn't need preseason to see that but it is fun to see a 7-4 guy Mm -hmm. go out there and smack people around like he's been in the league for 10 years oh yeah like i wouldn't say 10 years but i know what you mean um, yeah yeah he's he's putting out some moves that obviously he's a rookie it's preseason but he has done some things already that like m- nobody has done within that stretch of a time period yeah. before. Uh, speaking of preseason highlights, Jordan Poole dropped forty-one yesterday. Yeah, he did for his new his new team, the Washington Wizards. Just ball hogging. It's all uh, game. it's interesting to see. He's probably going to be their number one option this oh, year. Oh, I saw. I, I forget who what um, media person said it, but they were like, "It's it's Jordan Poole is now James Harden." Really, James Harden of the Rockets is now Jordan Poole of the Wizards. Like That's, they, they're just—he's that guy. I would say Jordan Poole is more of Bradley Beal to the Wizards. Ah, uh, yeah, probably honestly. I mean, but I could see—I, I don't know—Jordan Poole is a really good scorer. I just don't see him like he's not—he can't be the number one option at least not right now. No, I mean he—even a I, second option, he can't really be. I think him being on the Wizards though is one of the best things for his career right now. Because he's kind of at one of those awkward crossroads of talent where he 
is an incredible player. He can score pretty much whenever he wants to. Yeah. But he's not a superstar. No. <laughs> so putting him as the number one option on, you know, a below average team will probably be a great chance for him to like develop his talent to the point where maybe he could be a superstar. Well, hopefully he doesn't get stuck in the same loop as Beal and just can't get good teammates well, or like healthy teammates. Washington is definitely not a great market. Oh, so <laughs> unless they draft somebody that, you know, Jordan Clarkson or Jordan Clarkson, Jordan Poole, sorry, uh, maybe is even better than him. Uh, then, yeah, this is kind of just going to be a little stepping stone in Jordan Poole's career. I think. Yeah, I don't think anything's ever really going to happen. But 42 points. Pretty cool to see. Yeah. He was looking really good out there. Uh, up next, some more news about Kevin Porter Jr. If you remember, he was recently um, accused of some pretty heinous allegations beating his uh, girlfriend. Um, and he was just traded from the Rockets to the Thunder, who cut him immediately, may I add. Yep. For Victor Oladipo. And some second round picks. Uh, so the Thunder just adding picks, adding more and more picks. Yeah. I, I believe I I saw something that said um, in the next seven seasons they have over twenty picks. Yep, which I think, is ridiculous. I think they have like fifteen either first or second round, and then like ten of the other one. Damn. It's crazy. That's really ridiculous. And, and at the end of the day, they're just going to end up being like most of them are probably just going to be trade pieces. Of course, yeah. Because in the next few years, they're going to start to turn more into a contender mm-hmm. as people get better and they sign some more people. So yeah, because now with uh, now with Shea. Uh, by the way, <laughs> I just le- I just learned that his name is pronounced Shea, and I have been saying Shy for God knows how long. So my apologies. Um, but they have Shea Gilders Alexander and obviously Chet Holmgren now, hopefully healthy this year. Um, so they don't need. Kevin Porter Jr. I'm, I'm not surprised they yeah they him. don't. Um, but there are rumors that he is possibly signing with the Spurs. Which, see, as a Rockets fan, I mean, I'm upset that we had to trade him, but it was for it was for the best. Yeah, like there there was no way we were going to keep him. Yeah, Victor Aladipo, kind of washed. Like I'm, I'm not mad. Like I, I, I've always liked Victor Oladipo. I would not. Oladipo is one of those players who's cursed by injuries. Yeah, like I exactly. But like I, he's not gonna be. Like I don't think his impact is gonna be any more. I think it's probably gonna be less than what KPJ's was. Well, there, there's definitely that argument to be made. But if Oladipo plays a completely healthy season, he can be All Star level. Uh, not saying he will be for the Rockets, but. He he has been an all star in the past five years. He was with the Pacers. I mean, I I'm always one to never sleep on Victor Oladipo. I we'll we'll have to see. But KPJ, if he signs with the Spurs, I would very much like to see that because him and I feel like I mean he's not a great player, but he's a very good player. I think it's a really good environment for him to develop, yeah. considering the scenario. Yeah, I also thought it was interesting that they just got rid of a player. That was kind of there for allegations, or not even allegations, for what he did. Yeah, Josh Primo. Yeah, and now they're possibly picking up a player mm-hmm. with allegations against him. Also, I didn't fact check this, but Kevin Porter Jr.'s allegations, or he he's not being charged. He's not? Yes. Okay. So that's what I've heard. I didn't fact check it. 
but that's what I read on social media. Well, there have no, there haven't been any um, other uh, what do you call legal reports? Yeah. Ever since the initial uh, allegations from his girlfriend directly. Yeah, and I haven't looked into it other than what I initially saw. So I'm not saying it did or did not happen, but if he is in charge or if it didn't happen, whatever the case is, then that's for him good and he can stay in the league, hopefully, maybe, yeah. maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, I, I mean, obviously in scenarios like this, it's always important it's to, a touchy subject. To, su- to support the victims. But ultimately, if somebody as talented as KBJ could stay in the league and if he is proven innocent, of course... You always are hopeful to see that. Yeah. Moving on, we're going to head into our last topic, top 10 players going into this season. So, And I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet. Yeah. I figured... It's a a good last episode before the season Exactly, yeah. And this will probably be the longer portion of the episode. And we're going mainly... This is going into the season. So it's mainly based off just a player's skill, kind of historically, but also... Like, we're not going exactly just based off last season. We're kind of going overall, but we're not talking about, like, who's going to be the best at the end of the season. Yeah, pretty much just who going into the season do you think are the top ten, like, most talented overall players. Yeah. Yeah. So, I know our one and twos, they're the same, but they're switched. I have Giannis and then Jokic. Mm -hmm. You have Jokic and then Giannis. Yes. And then at three, I have Curry. Okay, I have Curry at number five. Yeah, that's a little far back for me. Um, I have three, four, five. I have Luca Embiid and Curry. That's who my. That's what my three are. I have Curry, Luca, Embiid. Okay. Um. One. All right. So, how about you just go through your ten? Okay. So from from one to ten, and this is in order: Giannis, Jokic, Curry, Luca, Embiid, KD, Tatum, Butler, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. Interesting. Okay. Off the bat, LeBron at nine. That's interesting to me. Yeah. Where'd you have him at? I have LeBron at six. Oh, that's interesting to me. <laughs> I I have uh I have Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum above LeBron and I guess Jimmy Butler as well. Yeah. My thing with LeBron or, uh, below LeBron, excuse me. Now I'm one who will fully support LeBron. Some people say every year he's the greatest player, and he's just older now. I think he might have maybe, like, top three or top five, like, skill among everybody. Yeah. But in terms of pace and speed, like, he's just not – he's just slowed his game down some. Yeah, he's definitely not the same LeBron that he has been. Yeah. Um, You know, he can't go out and be the most dominant player every night. He can be it every other night, but – And I feel like everybody on this list – is ahead of him in that. Even Curry. Yeah, I, I have Curry ahead, but I, I think that players like um, Jimmy Butler, I feel like most of Jimmy Butler's talent comes in clutch scenarios because yeah. he's, he's a playoff performer. Um, you know, he like he has great regular seasons, but his stats aren't like off the charts. Um, there's a lot of games where he underperforms in the regular season. He definitely, though has that clutch killer mentality. Well, that's why Butler is at eight for me, because he's a playoff performer. No, exactly. That's that's why, like, you know, LeBron, as great as Butler is, 
you know, he can still at his age perform in the regular season way more consistently. Yeah. But were we I wasn't really going specifically for regular season. I was just kind of saying overall. Like if it's going to come down to the wire, I would maybe pick Butler over LeBron. It would just depend on the team. On like a last second shot, you mean? Yeah. Okay. That's valid, I guess. I don't know if I would agree, but I can see how you can make that argument. I feel like it's I mean it's very situational. Um back to the uh 10 spot, you had Anthony Davis. Yep. I also had Anthony Davis. Who was your number 8? Was Butler. Butler. Okay. I had Jason Tatum. Where did you have Tatum? S- uh 7. 7. My 7 was Kevin Durant. My KD was KD was 6. It's cuz LeBron was moved up for you. Yeah, so really our biggest discrepancy here is LeBron. LeBron placement. Because pretty much if you had LeBron at nine or item at six, our list would be pretty much the same relatively. Yes. I mean, we have the same ten players. Yeah, we do. I almost put Shea in my list. I know you did too. I I was, for my top ten, I was debating between Anthony Davis, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and Damian Lillard. I ended up going with Anthony Davis because I think Damian Lillard has a lot to prove coming into this season. Yeah. Uh, he's obviously with a new team and he's been injured a lot the past couple of seasons. I think he kind of needs to prove that he's still a super, a superstar coming into the year. Really? Um, yes. And well, no, he's obviously still a superstar, but him and Giannis is going to be such a different dynamic than he's ever played. before. Yeah. It's, it's kind of going to be up to whether they stay, like a super dominant superstar duo or whether it's going to be like Giannis someone takes a back at top and then Damien. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I just put AD at 10 over Shea and I did think about Dame um, just because I think AD plays both sides of the ball, especially defense very, very well. Mm-hmm. It would just come down to health. Um, and the thing is with AD is like, if we're not necessarily talking about health in this, like AD can give you, 25 to like 30 on any night with 10 to 20 rebounds with three blocks like Mm -hmm. he's a very dominant player so like a healthy anthony davis is better than a lot of people no i totally agree he's aside from you know Jokic and Embiid, probably the best center on the court at any given night oh yeah i mean I still stand by the fact that I think AD, Jokic, and Embiid are the only people who can guard each other. Yeah. Like, I mean, Gian- Giannis. Well, yeah, but, but he's, I, not, he's really not a center, center technically. Yeah. Like, center-wise, like, there's no other center that's even comparable to, like, the three of them. Mm-hmm. And the other thing with AD is I would almost go as far to say that maybe even maybe more a couple of years ago, I mean, he still has it. It's just he's been hurt a lot. Yeah. But if, like, if AD never got hurt or if he's just fully healthy for a full 82 games – I would argue that he might be the best of the three of them just because I, I would, I would, I think Jokic at r- right now, just because of his intangibles is at another level. Of That's the else. only reason I was going to say, like, I think AD fully healthy whole season better than Embiid, but Jokic, like you said, like IQ and all that Jokic definitely has the upper hand. The only upper hand I think AD has is like speed. I honestly, I honestly wouldn't even agree that Anthony Davis fully healthy is better than Embiid at this point. I think maybe a couple of years ago you can make that argument. I think at this point, coming off an MVP season, he averaged 33 points. I think Embiid, I think Embiid and Jokic, undisputed top two big men. I mean, 
based off what we've seen the past few seasons, yes. But that's also because AD has been hurt. Yeah, but, I mean, AD isn't getting any younger or more durable. You're right. Rob. <laughs> that's why my hypothetical is if he was healthy for a full season. I That's what I'm saying. I still think fully healthy Embiid would um, be better. If only we were ever able to see it, but we won't because all three of them, not even three of them, the two of them get hurt all damn season long. Yeah, that's true. So we will never see that happen. Yeah, but either way, um, where did you have Embiid on your list, speaking of which? I had him at five. Okay, I had him at four. Yeah, I think that's too high. I think Curry has been doing it for too long to not be number – oh, wait, you had him at four. I had Embiid at four, Curry at five. So who'd you have at three? Luca. What? Yeah. Bro, I think Curry's been doing this for too long to not be three. Luca is 24 years old. He will be better than Embiid. But that's not what we're going on. Th- no, it is. We're not saying for the next season. Going, going into the season, Embiid is going to be 30-31. Luka's only 24. He's getting better every single year. I think this is the year he surpasses him. I mean, I think Luka was already past him. That's why I put him at, that's why I, I put him at four. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess true. But I've, I've always thought that Embiid just kind of had um, a dominance edge over Luka. He does. Luka. But I think this year, Luka's skill is going to be enough to pass him as a talent. I mean, I think Embiid has a dominant center, but it's the same thing with Jokic and AD. I think Luka has the intangibles. Yeah, exactly. And also, he has more... I'm trying to think of the word. Like, Embiid, if they're, like, losing by a lot, or, like, we saw in the playoffs, like, he kind of stops caring. Like, Luka, I feel like, has more yeah. heart for the game. Yeah, I would I would agree. Um, but as ter- in terms of overall floor production i think Embiid most nights does better why'd you put luca over curry i think curry's just getting older i think this like he's but when did he slow down i feel like he slowed down last year not that he got worse but he did slow down I mean, he also had a broken hand. It's the same. It's the same way that LeBron, like he hasn't necessarily gotten worse. He's just kind of slowed down. I don't think that's happened to Curry yet. I I think it Curry has, got hurt last year with his hand. Yeah, but like, that affects you. That of course it affects you, but that is a part of the process. It is. It's a part of the process of getting better or worse. As injuries have to do with that. But like, I just saw preseason clips yesterday and today, and Curry is the same guy he was five years ago. Well. When you're talking about an all-time great in the preseason, you kind of have to take that with a grain of hey, salt. Hey, man, he was playing against De'Aaron Fox. That's not that's not like someone who's so easy to go against. It's the fastest guy in the league who's also very good at defense. Yeah, that's he's one. I mean, of the it's preseason. I'll give you that. No, but. yeah, he's one of the. I I think I think this year, Embiid is coming off an MVP year. Steph Curry is about to be 35 years old, I believe. I think this year. Embiid will have the statistical edge over Curry. We're going to come back to episode seven at the end of this season to this moment in the podcast. And I'm going to show you proof that Curry was better. Just for Embiid over Curry, that's all you have beef over with this list? Luca over Curry. Luca over Curry? And wait, I thought you had Luca, then Curry, then Embiid. I have Luca, Embiid, Curry. Three, four, both five. of them. Yeah, because I'm not even saying that Curry will like necessarily average more than them in points or any specific way, 
but he's just going to be the better player, like visibly. Like you'll be able to watch and be like, he's the better player. Like, like if you put one know. of them, if you put Curry or Luca on the same team, both at point guard, Curry's going to do better. I don't, I don't know what more to say about either player rather than let's wait and see. Yeah, and we will, and I'll show you. Because, We're gonna. I mean, see. we we've had seven episodes in the preseason already. I feel like we have talked about what we think of each player's abilities. Yeah, to a lot of extents. I think we kind of just have to wait and compare. We will, and Curry will be the winner. All right, so let's just real quick recap one through ten our players. Okay, you want me to go first? Yeah, go first. Okay, one through ten: Giannis, Jokic, Curry, Luca. Embiid, KD, Tatum, Butler, LeBron, Anthony Davis. All right, and one through ten, I have Jokic, Giannis, Luka, Embiid, Steph Curry, LeBron, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Anthony Davis. Crazy. (laughs) All right, yeah, I mean, we have these written down, saved, so I'm sure we can come back to them at any point and debate them later on. But those are our lists going into the season. Um, I believe that's it for this episode. That's going to be it for today. Um, this is our final episode of Courtside Chat before the start of the season coming up this Tuesday, October the 24th. So next time you hear from us, we are going to be talking about the NBA season. Real games. Finally, the real games from the NBA. See what actually happens. And yeah. I th- I believe every team should be played by the next time we record. Yeah, so I we'll be able to get a little shot of everybody. Yeah, I believe the first I believe the first two days, Tuesday and Wednesday, every everybody team will plays. play. So yeah, we'll have we'll have plenty of stuff to talk about come next week. Stay tuned for that. Episodes will probably get a little longer during the season. Yeah, hopefully we'll hopefully we'll have a lot more to talk about. Uh but that is it for today. Um have a good day, everybody. Thank you guys for joining us. All right. We'll see ya. See ya.